Good morning, friends. Welcome to Moneyball Minute. My name is Kirk Henderson, and I'm editor-in-chief of MavsMoneyball.com. You are joining me on early Wednesday morning, March 23rd. And before we get into what's coming on later tonight, where the Dallas Mavericks play the Houston Rockets, I think we should review a couple of worthwhile stories for the day, each of which is available within your show notes. The first is uh, something that I really got a kick out of yesterday. So um, Washington Wizards guard Bradley Beal gave a, a, I mean, he's on the post-game show with the Wizards, and I want to say it was Monday evening. And he just gives one of the more, or one of the less self-aware quotes that I've ever seen in recent basketball history. And he starts off with a bit of a soliloquy saying, quote, it's always tough because I never like disrespecting the teammates I have and disrespecting the team we have. It's tough because I think we need bigger guards. We need more guys who can put who can get in the paint for us, more ball handlers, more guys who can really create, get two feet in the paint, but who can also knock down threes. That sounds remarkably like former Washington Wizard and current Dallas Maverick Bradley Beal. Now, there's a lot more to this than just, you know, the things that we know about Beal Lee, uh, uh, um, of Dinwiddie leaving Washington. It, it's complicated. And it's safe to say that, you know, Dinwiddie had sort of done his best to you know, fit within the system and defer to Beal. And it sounded like it's way more than just Beal. There were a lot of guys on that team who, even after their their quick 10-3 and three start, things sort of went south in a hurry where guys across the board were looking for their numbers. And in, 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 you know, looking back with the benefit of hindsight, it's just very interesting to hear something like that because one of the things the Mavericks have benefited from so much with Dinwiddie is his his enormous wingspan, his ability to get to the free throw line. I wrote about it briefly for MavsMoneyBall.com. I recommend checking it out in the show notes. Um, the second story that I want to draw your attention to is, you know, at, at about a year ago, Sean Bradley was involved in a it's it's an accident, but Sean Bradley, seven foot six Sean Bradley, while biking, was hit by a car. It's an accident insofar as somebody driving a car couldn't see seven foot six Sean Bradley and paralyzed him. Um, he he gives an interview. It's about ten minutes long. It's really really worth your time. Um, it's also very you know it's just sad because you know Bradley is is a guy as a maverick who was never really tr- treated quite right and the way that we you know tend to try to respect athletes now in the modern era. I think he would have been treated differently and probably given a little more respect. Whereas when, when he was with the Mavericks, people were not kind to him. And, you know, now that I'm an older man and I can kind of look back at, at sort of, you know, the way I thought about athletes when I was younger, it, it sort of frustrates me because at, you know, Bradley gave it his all every night. His family was here in Dallas. I think he liked being a Maverick. Um, It's, it's, I just really recommend watching this, this 10 minute interview. And then the last thing I'm going to pitch before I move on to to the um, Mavericks Rockets game on uh, later tonight is on True Hoop, uh, which is a um, website that I, I really it's it's 
a guy uh, named Henry Abbott who used to work for ESPN years ago. He's probably like the original um, blogger, if I'm being honest. He was, you know, based out of Portland. He created a, a, a website called True Hoop, which ESPN picked up, briefly turned into the True Hoop Network. Anyway, after he last left ESPN, he sort of retook the True Hoop name. And he has a, a interview um, with Dirk Nowitzki. Uh, it's a video interview. It's something that you've got to sign up for in order to actually see the video. But I think it's worth it because Henry's an interesting NBA thinker. He's a big picture guy. Uh, it doesn't cost you any money. At least I don't think it does. Um, it might now that I'm actually clicking through it. But I like it. It was worth you know it was worth the time. My wife was the one who actually directed me to it because I had unsubscribed from from Henry's show a while ago just because I have too much basketball content to consume. Um, I'm, I'm going to link it in the show notes and, and just basically recommend that you guys give it, give it a time, give it a, a, a little bit of your time because he is a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good interview and it, it's, it's with, um, you know, the, re, the, uh, author of, of Dirk's, you know, biography, um, Thomas, uh, Pletzinger. Um, and, and anyway, I just, I just wanted to direct it to you. It's, it's something that I think is, uh, at least worth spending part of your Wednesday day with. Now, in terms of, of Tuesday night games, there were a couple of surprising results. The uh, Orlando Magic beat the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference, or, you know, to, to impact the Western Conference standings. And then the Denver Nuggets held off the Los Angeles Clippers. So if you're looking at the standings this morning, the Mavericks are still in five, in the fifth seed. The The Denver Nuggets are, are close behind a game and a half back. Uh, with the sixth seed, and then the the Minnesota Timberwolves are, are kind of entrenched in seven. Now, what that does is is that loss by the Warriors sort of puts there's there's enough there's a two game gap between the the Memphis Grizzlies at two and the Mavericks at three, or I'm sorry, and the Golden State Warriors in three, and the the Mavericks are now three games back at five with the Jazz sitting in between them. So, you know, I know there's not that many games left in the season, but it's it's to the point now to where I think we all sort of have to pay attention to every game every night if you weren't already. Um, there's only 10 games left, so the Mavericks somehow overcoming, you know, a, a three-game lead seems impossible. Um, it's just very difficult to do. Like, the Warriors would have to go on an epic slide while the Mavericks would have to go on quite a, a bender in order to to gain some of, of of those games back. But the difference is 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 sort of a, a, a something in schedules. And if you want to be you know a positive person, the Warriors just started a five game road trip with a loss, and they play in Miami, Atlanta, Washington, and Memphis. That is no easy feat. Whereas the Mavericks are sort of on a different road um, where they just got through the hardest part of their schedule. Um, and, and so coming up next for, for Dallas, as we know, um, tonight is the Rockets, then they play the Minnesota Timberwolves, and then they play the Jazz on Sunday. But after that Sunday game, things tend to lighten up for Dallas. And it, you know, lighten up is sort of in the eye of the beholder because they play the, the quote, resurgent Los Angeles Lakers. I, I'm being sarcastic because as of this writing, they've won two of their last five. So for them, I suppose that is resurgent. They play, you know, after the Utah game on Sunday, they play the Lakers. They play um, the, the uh, 
Cleveland Cavaliers, who are pretty good, and <clears throat> the Washington Wizards, and then Milwaukee Bucks. And so the you know the the Mavericks don't have an easy schedule, but then they close out the the final week of the regular season with Detroit, Portland, and San Antonio. Uh, all three of those teams are probably not looking to win a ton of basketball games. So <clears throat> that's sort of what, you know, I, I wanted to leave you with those thoughts for the day. Everybody enjoy your Wednesday. The Mavericks play the Rockets a little later tonight. Luka Doncic is going to be sitting, which means Spencer Dinwiddie and Jalen Brunson are going to be running the show. Um, <clears throat> I'm a little bit concerned because, you know, the Luka-less Mavericks are not ideal, but I do think that they should win this game. I will just say that I get nervous in any game that Luca plays for or doesn't play for rest reasons because of things that happened last season. Uh, I, I shared that opinion today on Twitter, and and people just cooked me. <laughs> no one wanted to hear it because, of course, the Mavericks should beat the Rockets. But you know what should happen and what does happen on a basketball court is very interesting, uh, night in and night out. All right, guys, enjoy your Wednesday. Look for Josh and I to come to you later tonight with a a post-game podcast in a green room. If you haven't downloaded Spotify Green Room, take a moment and do so, and then follow me at KirkHenderson35. Hopefully my voice will sound better. I I really sound the worst in the mornings these days. Everyone uh, have a good day, and we'll talk soon.